There's a growing optimism that the United States and China will soon probably wrap up a deal to end their $360 billion trade and tariff drama. Yes, it's been a while. We've been covering it in the news and it is getting larger. So even if China agrees uh, to buy more, let's say, U.S. petroleum or soybeans, or in a way ease demand that foreign companies hand over, if you will, intellectual properties, or President Trump's negotiators are unlikely to get Beijing to change on a more fundamental issue, which is the state's heavy hand in directing the economy and the advantages it gives many Chinese companies, which is nothing new, by the way. I'm Ruz Alibadi, and in this episode, we'll be looking at China's way or the highway. So let's get started. In China's state capitalist system, the government owns many gigantic companies, if you will, and heavily subsidizes other companies. It uses its control over these companies to achieve its national development objectives, setting priorities by issuing top-down plans that serves as outlines and blueprints for the private sector to follow. But the Chinese model has been widely successful. Why so? Just look at it. It has lifted hundreds of millions of people out of poverty and brought up China into the ranks of the world's top technology power, particularly in artificial intelligence. The United States has historically taken an opposite direction and approach. The U.S. generally does not, if you will, do industrial planning. It views the government's main objective and role as a staying out of the way of private sector innovation rather than enabling it. Moreover, today Washington sees Beijing's support for its domestic tech sector and other strategic industries as a form of, if you will, cheating because it gives China companies, Chinese companies, if you will, unfair advantages. Well, they're right. U.S. tariffs on billions of dollars of Chinese goods are meant in part to pressure China to adopt a more free market approach. But China is probably unlikely to shift or change any strategy. It views its support of the domestic industries as essential to meeting its domestic and economic and technological objectives and goals, and ultimately to maintain the Communist Party's grip on power. In the meantime, or at least in the all-important tech sector, Europe and the United States are probably starting to embrace uh, a more proactive role of the government. Just last week, the economic ministers of Germany and France revealed a proclamation uh, for a new European industrial policies. With no Silicon Valley of, it, uh, of its own, they argue that Europe needs to do more to support its homegrown companies as they digitize or perhaps risk losing its competitive edge. They want to boost funding for companies working on technologies like AI, artificial intelligence, change EU antitrust rules and privacy rules to allow national industrial champions to get even bigger, and protect domestic tech companies from foreign takeovers. Well, faced with rival economic power like China, that's willing to put the full weight of the state behind its technology and industrial development, European powers like Germany and France uh, probably seem to be saying, well, if you cannot beat them, why not just join them, at least in a strategically vital sectors like technology? That kind of state-driven approach will be much tougher sell in the United States. But former House Speaker Newt Gingrich penned a little notice, or in a, uh, uh, I think Newsweek op-ed, last week, in which he argued 
that the United States should develop a national policy for next generation or known as 5G mobile networks. He warned that America's lies a fair tendency had allowed China to gain an edge in critical technologies and that without a better strategy, the United States could awake to, if you will, find that the Chinese have occupied the overwhelming position in wireless on the geostrategic map. So what's his solution? Well, create a public-private partnership to build a nationwide 5G network. Well, a kind of a wireless moonshot, but with private capital this time over the next two or three years. Here's the bottom line. The United States and Europe aren't about to become state capitalists like China. But in the tech sector, at least, a dawning realization that China won't change uh, uh, probably is, pers uh, is persuading both the United States and Europe, uh, even some of the world's most dedicated free marketeers, to think in terms of Manhattan Project and moonshots to ensure that the government and industries are riding the same train towards the future. So it is really becoming, it's China's way or the highway.